Hello and welcome to the Children in Books podcast. Today we're going to talk about multicultural childhood with Eva, Rachel and Lubina. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much, Branko, for inviting me. And of course, for me, it's a very interesting topic, multi multicultural, because um, for the past 30 years or so, a bit longer than 30 years, I lived in cultures which are not my culture originally. So because I lived in Germany and uh, here is where I uh, raised my three children. So I, I noticed that there are differences, but those differences normally uh, with an open mind, open heart can always be met and covered. Oh, yeah. Eva, that was a beautiful beginning. Thank you. I'm so oh, yeah. happy that you are with us today. And maybe maybe you would like a little bit to introduce yourself. I'm Eva Klawe Machangu. As uh, my last name, you can uh, feel it is a non-European name uh, from Tanzania. And uh, I was born and raised at the slopes of Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania. And there I went to school until uh, my uh, junior um, education. And then I left, I went to college in the Netherlands. And when we look back to your childhood in Africa, it is now a long time ago. How it was, it, I think it was different to the experience which many of us who listen to you now have had? Yes, um, I think there are some similarities uh, in every uh, society. You find that bringing up children, normally the parents uh, play a big role, but uh, the, the, the place or, or the role of the children in the, in the society, in the family, is a bit different in Africa because um in Africa you have all these children growing up on the countryside and there it's again different from children growing up in big cities in towns um they, they uh, children growing up in mm -hmm. towns have many more um advantages which you could compare to children growing up in Europe but children growing up on the countryside mm -hmm is very different and uh, most of the ch children in Africa, I must say, they grow up in the countryside because 70% of the population, they live on the countryside. They have small farms and they live on the countryside. So if I talk about childhood of the children on the countryside, it's really a big majority of the children. <laughs> and these children... Uh, mm -hmm. have also a children more responsibilities, I could uh, put it that way, if I compare to the children who grow up in big cities. Because in the very early age, they learn to contribute to the well-being of the family. Uh, and this contribution is not only uh, helping to clean out, to keeping the, 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 the place clean, doing dishes and things like that. But the uh, older children, the older they be become, 
or the older they grow, the more responsibilities they be, uh, they, they get. They can even be trusted by the parents mm-hmm. to take care of the younger ones so that the parents, they can go away, uh, let's say in the fields, which is uh, their way of life. And the older children have to take care of the younger ones. They have to feed them, to wash them, to see that they go to bed and all these things. So it's really a different, yeah, growing up, I must say. I, I was just going to ask how um, how that compares in your experience um, of bringing up your own children in Europe um, in terms of, you know, what what are your thoughts about that? Because I'm sure there are advantages and, and disadvantages for both you know, parents and children? Oh, yes, definitely. Um, That's a very good question because here I was in Europe and with my three children. um, Of course, back in my mind, I knew what I did as a child, where I I grew up. But bringing up children, as you all know, it's not only the family. You have the surroundings. You have the neighborhood. You have... uh, later the school and all contributes. So I could not bring my children up like my parents brought me up in Tanzania. I had to uh, give them the freedom in brackets, uh, which other children have in Europe. And I brought them up that they should be more helpful, that they, they should contribute more uh, in the activities, uh, family activities that uh, I, I managed. Another thing is uh, that uh, the children want to live just uh, to live just like any other children outside. And I had to give them also this freedom, but with some concessions, uh, like uh, extreme being out there, <laughs> they had to to do certain um, to to take care of certain uh, responsibilities, certain jobs in the household as well. My children, of course, they complained, uh, but mm. later on they told me, "Oh, that's good because they could very well uh, learn how to prepare." Uh, simple meals, how to keep their rooms clean, uh, something which some of their girlfriends and friends uh, didn't learn uh, as children. And yesterday you told something that courtesy is plays a big role in your culture. Yes. Oh, yes, Lubina. Courtesy and politeness. And you can put it in a package, respect, That is very, very strong in my culture until today. I was <laughs> home, uh, my second home in Tanzania, the whole of December, January until February, middle Fe- February, I came back. And I noticed that again and again. And I was so happy because in spite of all changes and even living in big cities like Dar es Salaam or Dar- Moshi, Uh, that's the my town in the northern part of uh, Tanzania. Uh, courtesy and politeness is still there in the children. They it's it's part of their lives, especially being polite to older people, respect for older people, 
and helping older people. That is one of the aspects, I must say, of growing up in, in, in Tanzania, uh, which I, uh, I wish it was elsewhere that way, uh, at least this to, yeah, to be a bit more respectful. Yeah. Yes, I was just um, I was just wondering, Ava. Um, you you kind of talked about the importance of the child's contribution to the family and um, the importance of respect and nurturing all that with with within the children and doing that as part of a community in Africa as well in Tanzania. Um, I'm just wondering, what do you consider is the most important? Part the the most important things that parents can can pass on or teach their children in terms of their kind of development of curiosity and creativity. And I was just thinking about you, you know, being brave enough to go to the Netherlands when you were so young, you know, and leaving your country. And um, so that so you must have had such strong kind of security within you to be able to 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 go to a, a new country and so I'm, i was just wondering whether there is something that we can actually kind of knob down into to find what it is and love to hear your thoughts well i, I this is a difficult question because um some parents and i must say it very critically nowadays, also in Tanzania, they let their children uh, grow up on their own. They love their children, but this holding on to the child and uh, maybe uh, doing things for them is good on one hand, but on the other hand, it's good to let the children try. Let the children uh, take, you know, be courageous enough. Let me give you one example. And I, I just think, thought of it now. As I came to Germany, I was living with uh, my uh, mother-in-law and I had uh, my two children were something like four and the the second one was one and a half years old. So with one and a half years old, the children are curious. They want to eat uh, on table. They want to use the fork, the knife, just like the parents do. And in Germany, there is, it, it is, um, it's not a, a, a law, but it's repeated over and over again. And now I must say it in German. Messer Gabe Schere Licht dürfen kleine Kinder nicht. So, children, young children are not allowed to work with a knife, a fork, a fork, scissors, and light. And back at home, children of one and a half to two years, if they want to have a knife or a scissors, to cut, they are given these scissors and with the instruction from the parents, be careful, it can hurt you. 
But to keep them away from these dangerous, uh, so-called dangerous articles or instruments, uh, it doesn't help them because the children want to to, to, to learn very quickly what the the grown-ups do. And that's where I said, well, I looked at my mother-in-law because she was very serious and I, my daughter wanted to have the knife. So I gave her the knife <laughs> and my mother-in-law did not like the idea. And then she came up with this, <laughs> you know, she came up with that. And the other day uh, I was cutting some and then she came and said, mom, I want to, I want to cut. I said, look, here you have a scissors, but you can hurt yourself. So look like mama do, does. And then I gave them the scissors, but that that was not my uh, mother-in-law did not approve that. So you see, those are big differences. To um, <laughs> you trust the children that you know, even at in very young age, you give them the opportunity to to be responsible, even for these so-called dangerous, <laughs> uh, dangerous uh, things which are in household. Mm. And maybe for me, that was in that moment, I realized that how you bring a child up, you can through this too much caring and being very careful about everything. The child does not get the opportunity to try for themselves or they have to wait long until they are, mm-hmm. you know, uh, very uh, old to be able to to, to, to try. Yeah, I think that's really interesting. I think there has been a culture, um, you know, in Europe and and the UK um, around um, kind of safeguarding uh, children um, so to the point where we limit their their opportunities of experience. And um, it's really important, isn't it? Because we learn so much more when we make a mistake. We, we we learn from that, and so there's there's these different mm. different schools of um, of parenting, I guess, about those parents who mm. want to. We have a, a saying in England called "molly coddle," and it means to to kind of fuss around a child and and not let them, you know, kind of just be be too um, too close mm-hmm. to them at all times, just in case. But I love the word, the use of the word trust, because it is about trust, isn't it? It's about trusting children to um, to to try their best, and if they make a mistake, then they'll they'll learn from that mistake, and trusting that they can do that. And in so, you know, that that development happens of you know, of free thinking and independence and curiosity and all those lovely things that we, we I guess we, we really want to nurture in children. Okay, then I say thank you. Thank you, Eva, that you was with us, that you, that you told us, that you opened us a bit the world of Africa and the childhood in Africa and some multicultural differences to open our mind a bit for it. And thank you, Rachel, for your really lovely questions, because I never would have been able in English to to t- say such a good question, <laughs> to go so deep to it, yes. And then I like to say to all of you, Kuaheri, Bozimie, goodbye.